Ladies and gentlemen, here is something I'm going to do for my buddy Chris. And this is a hook for the beginning of the episode so that you guys know this. We were talking. We have a mutual acquaintance named Lloyd Ross. He is my client. He's my buddy. He's helping me plant my money tree. And I know he loves being on podcasts. So I made a deal with Chris. If Chris can hit certain levels with your help, I will make sure that he gets Lloyd on the podcast for you guys to learn how Lloyd made millions. So this is what I need you guys to do. Leave five-star reviews and he has to get at least 25 of them. If he can get 25 star five-star reviews, I will get Lloyd on the podcast. So it's in your hands. If you want to hear how a 37-year-old made millions and now parties on yachts for fun in his day job, you need to get Chris 25 reviews. Welcome back to Talking With Experts podcast. I am your host, Chris Cowden, and this week I've invited Phil Better to share his expertise on podcasting with you. In this episode, he will be sharing some best practices when it comes to starting a podcast and how you can monetize a podcast to build your authority. First of all, I want to thank you very much for having me on and uh, positioning me as an expert in the uh, field of podcasting. Uh, I still feel that I'm an amateur at best, uh, maybe somewhat professional, but um, an expert, I'm far from it because I'm still learning all the time. But um, yeah, I host uh, actually now since I updated that, I host not only two podcasts myself, I also um, co-host and producer of multiple other podcasts that go live every week um, to different, different number of groups. One is a stock market podcast that goes live to 40,000 people. Um, we have, I have another movie, one that I do with uh, eight other podcasters, all in different degrees. And we review our top five movies of all time. And uh, that goes live every uh, Monday. So it goes live. Today is a full day for me as a podcast producer, because I have the interview with you. Um, in about two hours, I have to interview a, a client, a cus uh, not a customer, a client, but a guest for the Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast where I talk with entrepreneurs who have created their life that, you know, we all dream of when we're told when we're young, you know, the freedom, you know, to, to do that. So I have that going. And then I have the real boys, which is a movie review podcast that we go live with the eight guys I was talking about earlier. Then I have the Phil better show every Saturday. I have a wrestling podcast at 6 30 PM Eastern standard time today that I do. I just, I have so much time free apparently that I, I like to be on podcasts and create podcasts. And then there's the limited uh, series podcast that I do for clients. Uh, I just picked up a brand new client and it's the, we're going through uh, what I, what I like to call the triage phase. Um, Cause I like, uh, everybody used to call me Dr. Phil when I was younger because <laughs> of, you know, Phil, Dr. Phil McGrath. The, the, and so I go to triage. I, I sit and I, when I'm about to produce a new podcast or be taken on as a producer, I sit and I analyze what they do. So I just sit there. I'm like this really creepy person in the corner, just sitting, watching, listening. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just like like when, well, you're not creeping me no, out. So creepy. I'm having a fun time. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I sit there and I watch and I, and, and I'm like, okay, this is what needs to change. This is what we need to put in place and do that. So I'm doing that now for a new uh, podcast that uh, is called the one, two with uh, Jimmy uh, James and Kendrick. And it's a MMA and boxing focused podcast. Mm -hmm. Now this is completely new for me. 
because I've never done sports before. I've never <laughs> hosted a sports podcast. I've been guest on a few sports casts as a, I'm from Montreal. So I'm a huge hockey person. Mm-hmm. And there in the MMA world, there was a huge fighter called GSP, George St. Pierre, who's now uh, is transitioning into uh, movies. And if you've seen Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he played Baltruck. Um, the, the ass-kicking ninja-type dude who okay. speaks French. So that's George St. Pierre GSP. He used to be an ultimate fighter. And he, he was one of, at the time, at the height of his career, he was pound for pound the best fighter. So like now I'm taking on that mantle. I have nothing, no knowledge of UFC other than I'm like, they fight, they hit. <laughs> they, they that's hit. all I know. But this is, this is what I, it, it's something core to me um and what happened in 2020 really like end of 2019 2020 really pushed me into where i am but i discovered that i love learning so i literally go after people who have knowledge like like what you're doing right now is genius yeah Yeah, you're doing i did it with uh investing yourself i spoke i'm i'm 50 plus interviews now and talking with entrepreneurs and like the old saying is like, you're, you're the product of the seven people you hang around with most <laughs> all day. I'm taking master classes, sometimes three hours a day on top of my day job. So I have a day job that I do. And this is thanks to actually Lloyd, uh, my client who has his podcast, Money Grows on Trees. And he really spurred me into getting into the entrepreneur world because he, because yeah. I'm like, dude, you have an amazing story. He's a millionaire by 37, left his real estate job in Dubai. Right, like yes. he, like the story is amazing that he on his podcast he explains everything. Moves back to Australia because of investing smart in the stock market as well as starting a side hustle. He was able to quit his job and now he does whatever he wants. Like I literally get texts from, he's like, yeah, I'm on a yacht right now. And I'm like, (laughs) I hate you. Mind you, he's, he lives in Australia. So going on a yacht in the middle of winter is like, you know, it's still 35 degrees Celsius out, you know, or whatever that is in Fahrenheit for the non, uh, non non-regular people, I guess, you know, the rest of the (laughs) world, the the rest of the, and funny enough, (laughs) um, I'm sorry, I'm going on tangents left, right. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, but we'll, we'll core down people. Um, but I was in a group chat for some, another project I'm working on. And because uh, I'm Canadian, I spell honor with a U, right? But the, the, everybody else is an American. So they don't. And here I am, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a huge honor. You know, I can't wait to help you. And then one of the people, I'm friends with them because he's a co-host on The Real Boys. He goes, I don't think we can trust Phil. He spells words with too many letters. <laughs> and so I'm like, excuse me. I, I spell it the Queen's way, the proper way. They have a whole island dedicated to the language. Like, I think I'll follow <laughs> their writing style. So like, I just, I, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly having these fun times with people. So this is what podcasting is. It's so powerful because it's mm-hmm. networking to the next degree. Like you used to, like my first episode of investing yourself and I'm internally grateful uh, to this guest, Donnie uh, Bovin. So anytime I have a chance to talk about him, <laughs> I sing his praises because he's amazing. Cause he's, he helped me understand networking 
to the next level. He's a networking champion. He's a badass network guy. He has, he went from nothing to where he's now comfortably living on his farm and doing what he loves, you know, like Mm -hmm. every single one of the entrepreneurs, you know, they do what they love. And he's like, look, I learned how to network properly. So now he teaches others and creates the digital hub for it. And so he spurred, he helped spur me into the entrepreneur. Like I can do it. Cause he's like, dude, you have a talent. And then with Lloyd, who was my first client, and it was literally maybe a month to two months later that I interviewed Lloyd and I ended up having him as a client. And I was all like, through the, okay. All, no, go ahead. Go ahead. All, all through, all through the power of podcasting. And did you reach out to him or? So did- what happened? Um, so in podcasting, this is a great thing I want to uh, help people with. When you're starting podcasting, finding yes is probably the hardest thing to do, especially if you have a brand new podcast. Like if it was for my first show, the Phil Better Show, that's that has a lineage. There's there's a episodes people can go, okay, no, he knows what he's talking about. He has this. But when you're starting a new podcast, it's like you have to you spray and pray. It's like you just send out as many DMs, you slip and slide, and you 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 become the creep in essence. Like I have a podcast. You want to be on it? <laughs> and so people then go like, uh, yes or no. But luckily, from my first podcast, I was able to connect into these groups and become like a, a not a founding member, but like a known member. Like I'm not this creep, and yep. so I was able to use that and leverage my knowledge to get a lot of good clients, uh, not clients, but guests. And like, I run the gambit. I had Donnie Bovin, who's an amazing, successful entrepreneur. I have Ralph Sutton, who went from a strip club DJ and radio DJ to now owning, co-founding a 5 million download uh, podcast network. Like those were my first three, like first guests. And then, then I ended up connecting with Lloyd in January um, of this year to record for season two which actually his episode funny enough uh, releases tomorrow the 20th of april um which coincides with my episode released on his podcast where he interviews me another tip cross promotion is the best thing to do yeah but so i interviewed him in uh, i believe january and then by february we were working together to get a podcast out for him. We launched in March and it took him nine episodes to get to a thousand downloads. And so that was pretty much uh, from March. The first episode was in March. Uh, I think the first we launched or somewhere around there to uh, the second week of April. That That's how long it took him to hit a thousand but or nine because uh, we released a, a big chunk we released i think three at the beginning just to mm-hmm. give people like a an incentive to download more like to really subscribe and it's not one-offs which is if you're launching a podcast you want to have that buffer you want to have you want to launch with between three to five episodes so that people will be like oh so there is this cool guy and yeah. when when more people come they're like oh i can binge and that just keeps your numbers going up so <clears> he uh he in his first nine episodes he made a thousand downloads and then so that took pretty much all of march and like the second week of april and just from the first of april to today he's already hit over a thousand downloads so like i'm yeah like for me it's for me it's like okay that's cool my next i already know what my next Thanks, goal go. is because i i already know that like oops, give me one second sorry <laughs> 
busy, busy, busy. Um, no, but I already knew like he had a, a good cult following from his teaching. So he's teaching on something that's amazing and that people want like you yes. you just search money online everybody wants to learn how to make money online and he's giving you actionable advice so i knew getting the the thousand downloads in a month was going to happen um it was just okay how fast can i get it done yes and for me my first podcast took three months my investing yourself took about two months so getting his uh month of a thousand downloads in like two months to three months is like, okay, cool. Now my goal is to get him to 6,000 downloads before, uh, I think I want to get it before June or July. One of the, I think that's one of our goals is to get him to that. After that, he's beaten all my, my matrixes. I don't know what's next. Now it's like, <laughs> okay, let's monitor, let's try and get you a sponsor, I guess. Um, but we have goals set up and that's what you have to do. You have to set up those goals and you have your big goal and what he, his main goal, like I sat down with him and I'm like, what's your goal with your podcast? And he's like, I just want to help more people. I'm like, okay, do you want to make money though? Like, is that important too? Cause I need to know. And he's like, obviously, um, because he's a businessman, he's an entrepreneur. So we fixed it up and we created a podcast that will allow him to connect with more people, his fans and give more details than just the book. The yes. book, I read the book. I read it probably weekly. Um, it's a short, easy book and it costs uh, like a, a breakfast and a coffee. That one, one week of a breakfast and a coffee, boom, you have the book and now you have this nearly a br- blueprint on how Lloyd went from, you know, real estate lawyer in Dubai, hating his life to now, you know, randomly texting a Canadian that he's on a yacht just to having fun, you know? So this is something like, I'm like, okay, I want to have that life. And luckily I've, with interviewing these entrepreneurs and that we met, uh, to go back to the original question, yes. how to get guests, <laughs> big full circle people. I just, I, that's the problem. I haven't formulated my stories yet, um, but it's through a website called Podit. And there's another one called Matchmaker or something like that. And Podit allows podcasters like us mm-hmm. to find guests or if you're a podcaster who wants to be a guest to share your story there you'll you have access to that and there's a lot of great podcast websites like that out that unfortunately not a lot of podcasters know about because they were kept hidden by the, yes. the second gen of podcasters i like to call them my generation of podcasters um right now there's like four generations of podcasters if you look at it you have okay. the old school badasses who were blazing the trails before us you know ricky gervais kevin smith uh you know joe rogan can be in that class those are the people who literally had to figure out how to write code in rss feeds then you had the serial uh podcast bump and i'm part of that generation okay where you had serial kind of went into the mainstream and people like oh podcasting is a little bigger you have apple now talking about it and so it's like okay and you have a couple more celebrity podcasts, not a lot, but you have a few, they're sprinkled there. So that's my generation. That's the second generation I call. And then you have the, the third generation, which is the Joe Rogan generation, which is him getting that billion dollar you know, deal with Spotify. So now you have a flood of market people in the market. And I think we're gonna be hitting a, a fourth one soon. Uh, Cause it's just a matter of time that another celebrity has a big money thing and Apple is putting money and Spotify is putting a lot of money into podcasting now. So it's only a matter of time we have another jump. 
and I'm excited to see where it's going. But the first generation was very, very secretive because the internet was so new and the yep. industry was so new. So no one was sharing. So when the second generation came in, I came in, came in, I had to, I had to hunt, I had to fight, I had to argue, I had to figure things out. And it, it's running a podcast is a business. And if you don't look at it as a business and then you're like, why don't I get the downloads? Why don't I get this? Why am I not getting the guests? You know, it's only the celebrities. No, if you look at it, I'm a nobody. I'm a 35 year old nobody in Montreal, Canada. Uh, in, in regards to life right now. Okay. Like if you look at it, I have less than a thousand friends on Facebook. All my followers are less than a thousand on everything. Right. But here I am interviewing people who are multimillionaires. They are business owners. I, one of the people that I'm working with, he owns a rugby team. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's not like, oh yeah. Okay. He owns a kid's rugby team. No, it's an amateur team in France and he's planning on taking it to be a professional team and building a business behind it. Like these are the people like, and for me, I'm always like, oh my God, this is crazy. I'm a nobody. And here I am oh, all hobsnobbing with these people. So that's the power of podcasting. Like it takes you to the next level. And like, Look at Gary Vee. If Gary Vee, a guy who ha who's making billions, if you will, mm -hmm. is saying, yeah, podcasting is the next, the next big thing. You should have one. And he was saying that four years ago. <laughs> and he keeps saying it every year. He's like promoting it. Like, it's going to be, it's it, I trend. know the next bump is coming. It's a massive trend. So do you think uh, SEO, like search engine optimization, keywords in podcasts is going to help you grow your brand or grow your podcast is yes 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 because um google is so we know google and facebook own the internet that it's pretty much it's facebook google amazon those are those are the only three websites you really need in the world because yeah. <laughs> you can get you know facebook you can connect with everything amazon you can buy everything and google will get you anything else you need you know yeah. um, but google is entering the podcast world now with google podcasts and with their AI technology, they're, they're indexing audio now. So if you don't have your, like one, if you don't have a website, you're missing out on free traffic. Because uh, if you don't have a podcast, yeah, you're missing out on free traffic to your website because Google is doing all the work for you. And all you have to do is make sure it's accessible to Google. And like Google really wants people to be using Google. So they're like, the tools that like, like, so when I was starting out, I didn't have these tools. Google was still kind of new or it was exclusive to business owners. You have to pay stuff. So it was like, ah, I don't need Google. Screw Google. Ah. I am a Google sim. Okay. I love Google because do, it does a lot of work that I don't have to do anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it just keeps reminding me of a quote that's associated with uh, Bill Gates, but I don't think he said it, but it's like, I find a lazy person to do a hard job because they're going to find the fastest way to do it. And so I used to think my laziness was uh, like a dis like my kryptonite, but it turns out my, 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 my laziness is my superpower yep. because it allows me to figure out how I can do something 
one for cheap and quickly so that I don't, if I don't enjoy it, I don't have to do it anymore. And when I get money, then I can pay someone because I believe in paying people the appropriate thing. I have a network of people, thanks to Lloyd paying me, but also, you know, <laughs> the, the rugby team uh, guy where I'm consulting with him. Uh, I have the one, two podcast in Tampa for the MMA. Like I have clients. And so I, you, I don't, I don't, and I have my day job, my day job pays for everything. And podcasting is my side hustle. So I literally take the money I get from my clients. And then I find people who do things better than me yeah. on Fiverr or in my network <laughs> that I have built up clients Just or this and that. And I'm like, look, here's my budget. Can you work with me? Yes. Cool. Boom. And it's, yep. and for me, I'm like, okay, I'm creating an ecosystem when I'm, I, I'm working smarter because someone else is doing the work for me. That's better than me. But also I'm showing that I'm investing in an entrepreneur. And that for me is the most important thing. And cause then I know when I go to them, I'm like, look, I need a small favor. Can you help me? And they'll be like, yeah, you, you pay me like $50,000 or whatever this year. Yeah. I'm going to do the, a simple favor for you, you know? And so it's like kind of a scratching your, your each other's back. And that's how business is done. And that's how like, speaking with these entrepreneurs, speaking with these business owners, that's how it's learning. So I'm taking that knowledge of business ownership into the world of podcasting and trying to say, hey, anybody can make money. It just, how, how bad do you want the money? Yep. And for me, I don't chase money anymore because money just comes to me now. I believe money just comes to me. It's really weird. When you stop chasing the money, just money just like just trucks back up and goes, here's money. And you're like, this 20 minutes ago <laughs> so i i don't worry about money money just shows up in my bank account it's magic um i look for value i chase value how much one how much can i give value because it's going to come back to me and it's yes it come back in crazy amounts of ways that like like helping lloyd has led me to admitting uh, being an administrator to a group of forty thousand people to help them learn about investing. Now, I didn't know nothing about investing when I <laughs> buy low, sell high. That was my knowledge on <laughs> investing, you know, don't, and also don't stay on the, don't go into penny stocks. Cause that's dangerous. And options are not for beginners. That's all I knew. Like, like, yeah, I think I know stuff about the, but I never even touched, like I had my bank that I worked, the, the company I worked for is a bank. So they give us shares. We put in some and they match us to a certain amount. And that's pretty much all the stock. That's my investing knowledge. Like the bank went up good. Like banks go up. I know banks go up. So it's like, <laughs> I am safe for life. Unless we have another 2008, then I'm fucked yeah. um, or I'm screwed. Sorry if I, you're, uh, it's PG here. I'm, I forgot to ask, but so now that I'm in this group and with these administrators, these are people who want their financial advisors. They're licensed in this stuff. They've been studying it. One is a, I think he's getting his master's degree in economics. Like they, these are people who have knowledge that I, I'm like, hi, my name is Billy. You know, like I have no right talking to them. And here I am talking with them. I'm, we go live. I'm like, look, we need to do a live show a podcast. Let's get it done. Like, what do you need? I will take care of. I'm like, yep. you tell me the topics, I'll get everything set up. And we got that all done and we go live. We did our second episode. Uh, we're, we just hit, I think, 500 views um, from just the group. And 
yeah, you're like, okay, that's 500 views. Um, but considering that it's a group of 40K and it's brand new, yep. we're already getting 500 views and that's on a social engagement. Only yep. when, it social was engagement. yesterday that it went live, you know? Live, we had congruent 45 people. And the week before that, we only had 20. So like we're doubling our numbers each week, which is for me, it's like, yay. Um, but also the value there, I'm helping people understand the stock market to the next level that we, we should have been taught this in school. We should have been taught this financial literacy. We should have been taught this, like being told you'll never have a calculator on in your pocket. I right now have <laughs> more computing power than the NASA had to land on the moon. Like, this is what I don't understand about how, why are we still teaching things the old way? Like, why are we changing how we're teaching math? It's like, no, can you add, if you can add one to 10 together, cool. Here's how you multiply, cool. Now you never, do you wanna learn about calculus? Okay, we go over here. But if you never wanna learn about calculus, why the hell are we still teaching you Pythagorean theorem. I don't need to know this. Yeah. You know, yes, if I'm going into architecture, if I'm going into sciences, it's important. But like, I have a computer in my pocket that can figure everything out. I can run, I run. This is what I run my business on. My phone wow. is where I run my business. I run it on my computer as well because editing on a phone is horrible. But client outreach, um, copyright, uh, image editing, um, you know, make, connecting with clients, updating clients, talking to clients. It's all by my phone. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I literally work during the day at my day job while also simultaneously hustling on my side, <laughs> you know, getting the clients. And then at night it's record, 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 record for investing yourself. I do 10 days of recording for a season that's 21 episodes that's nearly three episodes a day and sometimes it goes i finish at 5 5 15 to nine o'clock straight sometimes <sighs> just recording with like maybe 30 minutes in between you know but it's like mm -hmm. three episodes boom 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 and i have to have everything prepped and ready and i have that like 30 second <sighs> all right let's go and we jump back into it and then it's like, okay, now that I'm done recording, okay, time to take care of my client's stuff. Yes. You know, and like, okay. And also like keep, take care of my well-being, take care of the home stuff. Like my, like when they, when Elon Musk and you read about these other entrepreneurs say, yeah, you have to put in 80 hours a day or you know, da, 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 da. yeah, it's important to hustle and grind, but when you can make some money, pay other people to do the other stuff that is not important to you so that you can concentrate on what's good for you. And yeah. I built up a network of people. Like I have one of my friends, she does gig work. And I'm like, look, I hate dusting and cleaning my apartment. Like it's one of my, I hate it. Like I don't have time. Like it's, it's a task that I despise. When I was a kid, my mom literally had to bribe me to do it. Now <laughs> I live on my own and I still hate it. Like I live, it's like, do you want to live in your own filth? No. <clears throat> okay, brush, you know, do the dusting on that. I turned to my friend. She works, she, because of the pandemic, she's lost a lot of her income. I'm like, look, how much two times a month will it cost you to come sweep, dust, and mop my floors? That's all I need. You don't even have to do the bathroom. I'll take care of the bathroom. I don't have a problem with that. I just need that general stuff. She's like, 
It would probably take me about an hour. She tells me a price. I'm like, cool. I literally went out the next day and found a client and offered my services at that price point so that I could pay her (laughs) (laughs) and have, and not technically come out of my pocket. It's something I learned from, you know, listening to Gary Vee, but also listening to the stockbrokers or the stock market group. It's like leverage stuff. If you can use, like most people use debt to leverage. I'm like, I don't want to go into debt. I was in debt. I got out of debt. No more debt for me. Thank you very much. You know? So it's like Gary V says, find someone to, and use their money. So it's like, okay, she's charging me this. I can definitely find someone on the internet willing to pay me that monthly to do it. So, and I did, and they were super happy and it's like, okay, I'm done now. (laughs) I have someone to handle that stuff that I don't need to take care of anymore. You know, and now my life is now, I have more, another hour to dedicate to building my brand, finding clients, helping clients, interviewing people, being interviewed, being told that I'm an expert when I'm like, (laughs) anybody can do what I can do. Trust me. You're just a few steps ahead. And I'm just a few steps ahead than somebody else, but that's just how it works. And you've got Mm -hmm. to start networking, but people will find you and you will find them. And then you'll, you'll do a favor or you'll, you'll, you give, you give yourself to somebody for, you know, do a, like, I'm going to do a free video for you. And that mm-hmm. might lead to, that might lead somewhere, might not, but you know, give a well, lot. Here's, and then take. here's the thing. Here's the thing already, because as a thank you to be on your show, um, your audience, cause I already have, I'm having my podcasting book come out. It's going to probably be by the end of the, the month. Um, I'm trying to get it a bit sooner, but I already have two other books I, that I learned studying YouTubers and how to use YouTube properly on my website, merchbyphilbetter.com. And your audiences, if they want, they can go there, buy the books. There's only two of them. They're $5.99. But on top of it, I'm going to give you guys a 15% promo code off. After the show, I'll talk with Chris. I'll get figure out something that's easy for you guys to remember. And yeah. In the show notes, if you want to learn about how to the seven, I think it's five steps to YouTube channel to help you monetize it, but also how to understand YouTube studio is another book there because YouTube studio is a different beast and like learning it by yourself is hard. And I put in the time and effort to learn it for you and you're getting it for five bucks and it's a quick, it's five ninety nine quick read plus the 15% discount that you can put on because as a thank you to Chris, because this is for me, I have to thank Chris for me being a guest on the show, talking about me and saying that I'm an expert. So it's like, you know what, it's I'm going to give I, I love giving I'm a giver. As a Canadian, you know, we just give, 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 give. Um, but at the same time, I've learned that I need to take some. So it's like, here, have, uh, I'll give my work, I'll give this discount. It's, it, it doesn't cost me anything. I don't lose money. I'm helping people in the long run. So I, I, I just want to show appreciation to the world. Yeah, it's, that is it. So, so reap and keep giving and then don't expect anything in return and it will, and it will happen either way. Mm-hmm. Give with like Gary V said, just give without expectations. I, I'm learning that now, you know, it's, it's already paying dividends for me by giving out because I helped uh, a girl, uh, not a girl, a, a colleague 
in the podcasting world with some help. And now she's paying me back, if you will, by offering me a chance to sponsor her podcast event. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm, <laughs> I don't have the money for that. She's like, no, no, you really helped me over here and you helped me here. I'm like, it's all the kindness of my heart. I wasn't planning on anything getting back. I, you ask questions, I answered. Like, she's like, no, but part, part of the group, you're a value member of the group that I want to give you a chance to sponsor. And I'm like, okay, but I, I feel bad not paying because that's like, no, I can't. That's way too much value because she, her, her sponsorship packages are big. And I'm like, look, I don't want one of the big ones. I'll take the smallest fucking package you have. Um, or if you want to upgrade me, I'll pay. Like, I, I want to pay. And it's just like, okay, fine. And this is getting viewed. Like, it's going on Roku for two weeks. It's going to be on web, on her website, this and that. So it's like, my, my brand is going to be viewed by so many people. And it's like, oh my God. And thinking back like a year ago, when I was just being friendly and helping, I would never have thought that, hey, I'm, I can now say I'm sponsoring. I have, my podcast actually is nominated for an uh, independent podcast award. I, I'm still getting over that. Thank you very much. Like, I'm still getting over this idea that like, because I'm doing it not for me. Like, selfishly, I'm talking to these people because it's like, holy shit, I'm talking to these like titans of industry. Who doesn't want to talk to these people and pick their minds? But I'm doing it because... I grew up without having any entrepreneurs in my life. Mm -hmm. So if I have no entrepreneurs in my life, how am I, how do I become an entrepreneur? I know how to be an employee because that's all I've seen in my life. Yep. And like, I watch Gary Vee. I'm like, you know, Gary Vee's got this shit down. Like he, he, he understands the hustle and grind of stuff, but I don't have access to Gary Vee. You know, he's a, he's a, he, he costs a little money to sit down and talk. Right. <laughs> and uh, I don't got enough street cred to pull him into my universe. But then it's like, well, Gary Vee's an entrepreneur. There's hundreds of entrepreneurs in the world. I just have to reach out to them. And um, each one of them, I, I know probably by the end of season four, which I'm recording in like two months nearly, I'm going to probably have uh, another book, 50 lessons or hundred lessons that I met for, uh, from <laughs> entrepreneurs, you know, like, and I know people will love it. And it's, it's value, value, value. I, I care more about giving value than receiving money because <laughs> the more value I give you, it's just creates a better stance in the world. Everybody's happier. So like, yeah, that, that 50 lessons, I could charge $50 for it. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's the why? same. It's, it's the same kind of um, direction that I'm heading in that if I want to interview at least 52 experts and then that would be like one. Take, one here, here's a fun thing. Yes. I got 50 experts you can talk to if you want. <laughs> just, just look at my catalog and I'll, I'll be more than happy to put that warm transfer, uh, put that because that helps me look better. One, it spreads my ex, the guests news out there. But also, if I need them for a follow-up guest, you know, they're more inclined because I was like, I helped you spread your word and you were considered an expert. Like, that's just a feather in your cap. So it's, it's, it's reprocop. I can't speak anyways. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. I, I know what you Thank mean. Thank you. It's, it's an <laughs> R word that means paying back, but it, I don't know. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Uh, it's like Worcestershire. Rep rep 
Yeah, I think I think I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, you, we was... both know the word. Everybody's <laughs> one thing that's great about podcasting. You know, there's someone listening to this that's yelling the word right now, going, "How can they not pronounce this word? It's the easiest word in the English language," and it's because we we, we are podcasters. We don't know how to speak. Yeah, that's, I, that's I'm not the most um, conversational person, but I want to be. So uh, the mm-hmm. only way I can the only way I can do it is by putting myself out there and learning by failing <laughs> and you know what that that is another lesson all the entrepreneurs have said they're like we we've all fallen on our asses countless times and gotten up i in the podcasting world because i didn't look at podcasting as a business i looked at it as a, a hobby right mm. but then when i switched my mindset from no it's a business because people are making money so i can make money <laughs> i looked at my first podcast i'm like there are six years of lessons there of over 200 episodes of knowledge just gleamed right in there so it's like okay let's uh let's make the the new show even better and because i refined everything down to pretty much a science with my new show the invest in yourself show i was able to re-resurrect the feel better show to go live every sunday uh, every saturday um then i was able to do the the a wrestling show the MMA show, and now the, uh, the stockbroker show. And people are like, I'm getting more noticed now, like the fame is coming. People aren't, or fame. Um, <laughs> fame is all relative uh, people. Um, like I'm getting noticed a bit more. Like yep. I'm no longer needing to reach out to people. Guests are coming to me. I'm getting the emails for guests being like, hey, my either their media person is reaching out going, hey, uh, my CEO of this company wants to be a guest. How do we do this? And it's like, damn, I just finished season three. You couldn't, you couldn't have sent me like an email two weeks ago. <laughs> and so now it's like, I'm getting those. I'm like, okay, look, you have to email my VA over here. I had to literally hire someone to just organize the recording schedule for me because I, I just couldn't handle it anymore because I was like, okay, I have to take care of my client's stuff. And that's more important than my podcast because they pay me. <laughs> podcasting isn't paying me at the moment it, it, it in a reverse way it is but it's like yeah. my listeners aren't paying me so it's like okay and now i have my va that i have meetings with like once a week i never thought i would have a va you know like i'm building a business i have a me- meeting with my va once a week uh we discuss i'm like okay this, these are the type of guests that i here's the qualifications uh try and look for these types of people like she does like maybe five hours of work a week right and from Tim Ferriss's book, you know, I'm paying her, I feel like I'm underpaying her, but I'm paying her like five bucks an hour. So she does five hours. It costs me 25 bucks. Boom. I'm done. I have someone handling, organizing. I, I and because I don't need her all the time, Yep. because I'm getting those guest requests, they're going into that email. And then I'm like, Oh, I have 10 emails. Okay. Um, tell them that we're going to record the next season here. And as soon as I start getting a bit more money, I'm going to invest and we're going to, I, the eventual plan for me is to have, uh, five days a week, a show go live yep. or seven days a week even, but I have me, myself, uh, I am on at least five days a week on a podcast, uh, live streaming it and talking with people. So I've currently I'm at. One, two, three. I have three. 
I'm planning on getting the investing yourself podcast, a live show, but I do understand there are people who don't like doing live shows. Hmm. So it's still going to have that ability to be uh, interviewed off air, but I, I want those five shows. Cause then I'm like, okay, if I'm doing five shows a week and everybody is only doing, Oh, I'm going live once a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going live once a week. I'm doing it five to seven times a week. I'm helping other people go live. So here I am, mm-hmm. you know, Xing my knowledge to get better. All I'm doing is I, I go, I'm going to do the hard work first. I'm going to figure out all the mistakes so that you don't have to. And then I'm going to switch it up and make you even bigger than I am. Like, yeah, that's all I care about. When you're kind of feel better, I make you better than me. That's yeah. my goal to make but- sure that you surpass my goals. So if I have 10 K of downloads in one year, my goal is to get you 10 K of downloads in six months. Yes. That's all it is. It's like, how fast can I make you reach the goals that I've hit now that Lloyd's destroy is in the process of destroying uh, my current shows work. You know, I'm like, okay, that's why I pretty much started the feel better show up again, because I'm like, I need new matrixes. This got a built in audience let's go. And so now I'm building like a whole bunch of different matrices so that I can show clients and other podcasters. I'm like this, look, this works. You can see what I did. I did the shit. I took the, I fell on my face. I completely made a fool of myself. Like going live in front of like the potential of 40,000 people on a topic that you know zero about (laughs) is the most uncomfortable thing in the world. However, the recognition that I get for putting on a great show and asking those questions makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. And it's it all, the best feeling I've ever had. And it's all organic. You're not, mm-hmm. it's not paid traffic. You just put yourself out there many times in masses and support the masses and cross promote. And you beat people on upload. So you're uploading five times a week. I in, was intending to do one a week, but your advice is put more out. In essence, yeah. Here's the thing. When you're first starting off, once a week, once a month, do something that's easy for you to handle. Because you don't want to get overwhelmed. And mm-hmm. most podcasts fail after like 10 episodes because you end up finding out at the 10th episode, how much work it actually is mm-hmm. because the, you're reading all the thing. Okay. I have to be on this social. I have to be on this social. I have to make sure I do this. I have to do that. And you don't have a game plan. Yeah. And so you go, ah, out. and you're like, F this done. And the podcast landscape is riddled with the bodies of failures. Um, However, it's the people who focus on one social media, like the feel better show, invest in yourself. They have all the social media. They have the Twitter, they have the Facebook, they have the Instagram. They don't have the TikTok. They don't have the Snapchat because that I'm not, I'm too old for that. I don't want to be that old man, you know, trying to do that cool TikTok dance and then be like, nah, there's some things that don't need to be shown in this world. And me dancing or trying a TikTok, I tried it, (laughs) not happening. Um, but focus on one 
avenues, become a celebrity or an influencer on that. Like all these people who, you know, like Logan, the Logan Pulse and Mr. Beast, you know, the Kylie Jenner's this, that, and that they didn't become famous on everything at once. They picked one. They're like, this is mine. I'm going to rule this. And then once they ruled that, then they started hiring people to do the other stuff. And that's yes. all it is. Smart. And I'm going to go back because yesterday I interviewed Felipe Gonzalez. He's a consultant, helps. Uh, he's a fitness coach, but also a business coach. Very successful, helps people predict their revenue in 90 days. But he was talking about exactly the same thing. Focus on one. Once you've got the main thing, then employ somebody else to focus on the other um, social media platforms it's a smart way to do and it's what experts are doing yeah it's look um i consider myself a jack of all trades a master of none um i don't want to master one thing because if i master one thing i lose out on a billion other things the (laughs) masters of things are dumber than the jack of all trades like look at look at some of the greats you had leonardo da vinci he was a painter he was a scientist. He was an ex- a writer. He was like so many things. You have Raphael, Michelangelo. They were more than just one thing. Uh-huh. They were a master of many. And then you, I recently watched um, something on Bill Gates, uh, Inside the Mind of Bill Gates. And then, which led me to watch another um, video. I can't remember the name of it. And it really pisses me off. But it's on Netflix. I don't know if it's international Netflix or just in Canada. But yeah. I was talking with these scientists, and there's one person that Bill Gates, Bill Gates, considers the smartest man alive because he is a chef, he is an astrophysicist, he is a astrologist, uh, not astrologist, the the study of comets, um, geologist. Um, I think he has like a couple other degrees and stuff. I don't know. But this guy literally just, he's an inventor. He owns hundreds of millions of patents, I think. And he literally goes from, okay, I'm bored. And he goes to try something else. Yeah. And he masters that. And then he's like, okay, now I'm bored. I go to try something else. Then he comes back and he's like, okay, I've just done these two things. How can I improve this? And then he just goes, okay, I improve this. And I improve this. And I improve this. And then he comes back and he improves and improves and stuff. He's he literally ma- helping make a robotic kitchen like for me as someone who values time as also who's single (laughs) if i can go to my kitchen and go i want this and i have all this stuff and it goes the the robot goes okay picks up everything cuts it slices dices cooks it makes it perfect and i can go and i can continue working on yes i'm going to take that and people are like what about skynet look it's too late. Pandora's box is an opened. AI is alive and ready. There's no way we're going to kill it. Either now we embrace it and we make it work for us and put in the place, the things in place so that it can kill us. Or we just accept that eventually robots will take over the world and we just live with it. I've watched enough movies. Yes. Both scenarios have happened and I'm okay with either scenario because by the time that stuff happens, I'm going to be six feet down. So it's not my problem yeah. anymore. If, if you can imagine it, it's going to happen. And, yeah, and the, all those film, all those Avatar films and the Apocalypse films, they're probably going to be real, but we're going to be six feet under, like you said. Yeah, six feet it's under. It's not for us to worry about. 
<laughs> like the, the previous generation was like, we don't have to worry about climate control. The next generation is going to get it. We inherit climate control. We're like, really? Fine. You guys are fucked because we're giving you the apocalypse. That's all we're doing. We're kicking the apocalypse down. We're like, nah, you guys had the Cold War. Then you gave us the climate war. We're going to kick the AI war down the street. We're not ready for that, you know. Um, but it's fascinating. Really, oh, yeah. Fast. I love jumping in it. I, I have like, I'm interested in blockchain, uh, NFTs, all this. And I probably will start a podcast on on it because I want to learn more about it. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? This is the cheapest class I've ever had. I have a great friend of mine that I met years ago, years ago. And she is now one of the biggest people in the NFT world, thanks to Clubhouse mm. and her artistic ability. And I'm like seeing this and I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. And so like, I know if I want to reach out to her and say, hey, I want to start a podcast about NFTs to teach people more about NFTs and this and that, she has the connection and the knowledge to do it. And yeah. so now I have this thing, uh, I have another avenue that I get to learn because it's so interesting. You're seeing artists for the first time get the pay they deserve. Yes. For, personally for me, artists are artists and creatives have been underpaid dramatically. So has uh, the educational system, but that's something else. But creatives, because yeah. we're in a creative world, humans are creative. Like look at we figure out I like my first podcast, I had to Jerry Rig equipment together to record it now if that ain't creative i don't know what is you know? <laughs> like you have uh, my for the audience i don't know if you're going to release the video but i have a mickey mouse uh painting behind me i'm particularly standing this way because it's not too pg <laughs> but it's a create it's 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 something I, that is creative i love it, it it's inspirational for it i love seeing artists um get paid and what i do is what, what one of my things because i always think about giving back and i know people are like oh you give back a lot and i'm like i don't give it back enough like karm for some reason i feel like my karmatic uh bank account is in the negative and <laughs> i have a lot to fix up with and people are like phil no you're good man like i talked with a few people i'm like i'm going to do this for you because i feel bad i i did something wrong i need to make up and they're like dude you're fine you're like you're in the positive don't <laughs> worry i'm like nah i'm in the overdraft i need to fix this she's like okay whatever okay. right <laughs> but like you do you sweetheart as long as i get taken care of i'm like yeah don't worry it doesn't cost you a thing okay um but one of my like my first ever 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 client was an artist a friend of mine who's an amazing artist and i'm like do you have a website where you can sell your prints and she's like no i'm like i'm gonna do this for you i'm it's not gonna cost you anything up front we'll split i'll handle all the back end all that i just take a cut of the money and she's like fine she got her first sale. I was like fucking over the moon. I'm like, oh my God, you got her first sale. <laughs> you know? It's taking time because she she never built herself up as this person because mm -hmm. a creative didn't know. She's like, the only other creatives, you know, artists, they had to go the old school way, you know, get into a gallery, you know, find mm -hmm. some patron and all that. And I'm like, look, if I'm talking to millionaires, I can get you sold to millionaires. Like that, that's just yes. simple. And slow and steady we're working together you know like and it's like okay i don't have the time to spend fully on her project so now i have to find someone else to pay me money so i can pay someone else to do it yeah and i eventually did find someone like the one two podcast uh that i'm going to do on mma 
he's literally paying me and I'm going to be paying someone to handle that for me. Cause it's like, I can't do, I tried my hand at it. I, this is the, the shit that I did. Please make it look beautiful and make her money. That's pretty much all I yeah. did. make her money so that, you know, everyone's happy. So that's what I do. I look, how can I help you? I can invest my time in you and I can help you get started. Once we get some money, we can reinvest that. I believe in reinvesting into the company, reinvesting in yourself all the time. That's why I sit and name my podcast, invest in yourself, you know? Um, so I'm looking, I, I got that client. So now I can help her, but also because I want to help people all the time. I, I always do my pro bono for every paid client I have. I do one for free Yeah, because that's what I, I, I just want to help someone. And if they want to pay me later, cool. If they don't, that's cool. If you want to pay me, like if you're an artist and you want to paint me a piece of art, yeah, I need, I have barren, as you, as people can't really see, I have a <laughs> barren piece of wall here that needs some art. Um, but yeah, you, you know, <laughs> like I'm willing, like I have people paying me. I have a day job. My finances are good. Your finances may not be good, but if you have something to barter with me, like, Hey, I, if you're an artist, I can do this crazy cool art. Cool. And I'm going to work my ass off to make sure that you become famous. Cause then I can say, look, I have a piece of art from this person that no one else cool. does, you know, like, and that's like, for me, that's major pain payoffs. Cause then eventually people are going to be like, Oh my God, you have an X, Y, Z. That's so crazy. Cool. I'm like, yeah, I gotta be more. They were famous. So I'm taking the hipster mentality, applying it to art, you know? And that's what's with like NFTs. I'm like really interested in getting NFT artwork because that's like next level. That's the next thing, you know? And like you have proof of purchase, like all this and is so like digit technology. Oh, digital. It is. And it's, and it's like, oh, it geeks me out because podcasting is next. Like how can, I'm, I'm literally looking, I'm like, okay, how can I get NFT into podcast or podcasting into NFTs? So it's now, okay, I have to first go and learn about NFTs. And I'm like, I don't have time for that, but I'll make a podcast about that, you know? And that's what the joy of podcasting is. You literally can make a podcast about anything. There's two types of podcasts, entertainment and knowledge. That's it. You're either teaching someone or you're making someone laugh or you're entertaining someone. That's it. Those are the two types. You, you can go subcategory, sub niche. But if you look at it, there's, you're either entertaining someone or you're teaching someone. Or yep. you're learning something like it's an education or entertainment. And I believe in uh, education. I have both. I have an enter I have entertainment podcast, but I have education and I feel education podcasts are where more money is worth mm -hmm. while because more people want to learn about stuff. People need the knowledge. Yeah. And if it's, yeah, if they, it's actionable and they can take steps now, then there's nothing really stopping them except for their own um, desire. Yeah, it's their only motivation. Their their laziest, their motivation. And it, look, here here's the the biggest takeaway, the number one actionable advice I can give anybody listening for podcasts. If you have ever thought about starting a podcast, do it. Just start. Do it right now. You have a phone. You have a headset. Connect the headset to the phone. Press the voice record button and just talk. It's going to be shit. Your first episode will be shit. Your first 10 episodes will be shit. Your first 100 episodes will be shit. But your 200th episode could be the viral one that makes you a million dollars. Yeah. You never know. I listen back. 
I hate listening to my podcasts because I hate my voice because I listened to my first podcast and I listened <laughs> to one yesterday and I'm like, they're night and day. Mm-hmm. And who I, is this guy? Yeah, like, who is this fool that like three months ago, you know, couldn't couldn't properly formulate a sentence and was like googly eyed after these guests. And now it's like interviewing millionaires like it's nothing. Like those are your mindset. Like mm-hmm. my friend, my my client Lloyd, he's like, okay, how do I interview? And I'm like, you've never interviewed. Oh, okay, yeah, no, this is something a millionaire probably never has to deal with. They don't really interview people. Um, so this is how you're going to interview. You're going to interview me. We're going to work on me. We're going to get the first one out the door. You're gonna, it's going to be shit. And and by shit, I mean the episode wasn't bad. The quality wasn't bad, but you could tell that he was nervous. He was unprepared. It wasn't something he was used to. There was the awkwardness in it. I, on the other hand, because I've been interviewed over 200 times, I've done these things. For me, it's like, I look at it as a conversation. I believe any interview you have, the Joe Rogan style, which is just, it looks like it's off the hip, but you have a <laughs> list of topics that you talk about. And it's pretty much the style I do. It's tell me about yourself. I want to learn about this, 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 and this. Okay, we're going to start here. We're going to go there. Then we're going to try and go here. And then I just let it go. Yeah. You know? And then you have the Balber Walter, you know, the investigative journalist who just like, bam, 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 hits <laughs> you with these hard hitting questions. And you're like, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> oh my God. I, I hate those because for me, it's like, oh, that, that, no, I can't. I don't want to be interviewed like that. Like I'm a criminal or something. It's intimidating. I want to fun. I want, when my guests come on, I want them to feel like, okay, we're having a brewski or a shot of whiskey, tequila, whatever your drink or fancy is, or if you want a glass of water, if you're non-alcoholic and we're just chit-chatting and you're, you're, you're like, Phil, look, you have to know about this crazy secret that I have. This, this amazing thing made me $50 million easily. I have to tell you. About <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Those, those are the conversations. Cause that's, that's where the gold mine is, you know, mm-hmm. like every episode, my one question I ask all the time is, what do you want to leave my audience with? And what failure brought you, what failure did you have that you feel brought you your best success? Mm-hmm. The show that failure is success. It's a lesson. It's not, yeah. you didn't, you didn't, you didn't die. As long as you're still breathing, moving and thinking. Yeah. It was a lesson. The minute you end up six feet deep, then you fail. <laughs> yes. Especially if Game you, over. if you, finish your life too soon yeah like of I, course i had i had a massive failure but it might not have been a massive failure to somebody else and when i was in that i was at that stage where i didn't want to tell anybody but the person i was talking to at the time said what's the worst that can happen and he said if the wor- if it's if the worst thing that can happen is not death tell them mm-hmm. and i and i told them and i, and I felt better for it so, but that's just because i was embarrassed i was holding a lot of guilt for my own actions. and But as soon as I got what I needed off my chest, I was happy about it. Moving on to the yeah, next failure. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, look, we're, life is nothing but failure after failure with intermittent success. Yeah. As long as you're moving forward, changing, becoming a better person overall, you're going to have success. Um, unless you choose to hurt people, then you're not going to have success. You're, it's going to ca- karma is going to catch up with you. And that's why I always feel like I'm always in the negative in karma 
And I'm always trying to get back into the positive because I never know who I may upset. I never know. Like I'm during my day job, I may have a client who uh, gets really mad at me and I, I make their day horrible because I'm like, I can't do what you need. And now I'm in karma, karmatic negative because this person's having a bad day and I don't want people to have a bad day. My, my life mission is to make 1% of the world happier. Make one person smile a day, 1% happier in the world. There you go, you know? And so like, I'm always looking. And if you're not watching this, Chris is smiling ear to ear, which is great. And I have to say, Chris, you are an awesome host because you're letting me talk. <laughs> I would have probably interrupted if I was you, I would have like, you're going on a tangent. Let's get back to the back. <laughs> but you, you're, you know, there's value going to be coming from it. So that is something uh, hats off to you. If I had a hat, I would take it off to you, but it's too hot. Um, and I'm indoors, yeah. uh, but you are in, you're, you're amazing. You make me feel wonderful. I'm happy to be here. I love one. I just love talking, but more than that, I don't feel that it, you have an agenda. You're like, do teach me. You have this <laughs> learning knowledge, learning. You're like a student, a pupil. And you're like, teach me. so I'm going to give you another big actionable thing you can do with your podcast. And this is for everybody. If you're doing a business or anything, if you're promoting something, anything, what it is, if it's a podcast episode, if it's a Facebook event, if it's anything, tell the people what they get if they click the link. Don't just put your link there and be like, aha, I did it, bye, and walk away. Because mm -hmm. nothing's going to happen. You'll get the occasional person. But if you go, this, like, we'll, we'll do my episode. I'll, leave, I'll give you the proper scripture recording it. So you, you listen back, you're like, this is what I'm going to put. This week's episode of the show, I'm, I apologize. It's talking with experts, correct? Yeah, talking with experts. I hadn't really come up with a name, but that sounds perfect. <laughs> talking with experts there it lives you uh, credibility because you're talking to experts and uh, you're just like so you are Th uh, this week on talking with experts i have the pleasure of having phil better a podcast the podcast mogul who helps entrepreneur business owners and influencers launch their podcast some of the stats because you have my bio boom 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 and then you go in the episode he gives us one actionable advice two actionable advices whatever you feel like and so much more please make sure that you uh, let me know how you found it. And then you leave the link right there in any promotional podcast group, because you have someone with podcast on it, who has the stats and all that, more people are going to click on it. So what I would say is go to the podcast promotion groups. There's countless of them on, on Facebook, find their promo thread and put your, put that episode in boom, boom, boom. Now you have, other types of guests. Now you go into that guest niche that they are. So if you have that fitness expert, you go join a fitness group and you see where they have their promo thing. You go, Hey guys, I, this week on speaking with experts, I was able to speak with, uh, Ty Lopez, um, MMA fighter and trainer of the gods. And he get, he told me about this, blah, blah, blah. You don't put a link because you don't want to do that. You know, he told me about this. If you're interested, uh, let me know and I'll post the link to the episode. Doing those two things, and this is what I did. I did that in three different groups. One episode, the exact same episode in three different groups. I ended up getting 47 downloads in one day. And it took me all of five minutes. 
plus just... time to record the episode. <laughs> it, yeah, it takes more time to record the episode um, and edit the episode than promote the episode. <laughs> but just by just doing that, by saying in the in a podcast promotion group, you're allowed to, and you find that thread where everybody posts their podcast, you post your link. Now, when you go into these other groups with who your experts aren't podcasters, then you just say, this is, you answer their question. You go, you go, oh, that's really interesting. I had this guest on there, this person, he mentioned this, or she said, this is the best way. Here's another tip. Um, I have a full episode on my show. Let me know. And I'll post the link and boom, the people, people will reach out to you and be like, yeah, please link it and this and that. And I've yet, I've yet to have an administrator get mad at me or delete my post by doing that because I'm not spamming my link. I'm asking, I'm literally asking people to ask me for their link. Yep. And at that point, it's like, people are interested when you do. And when it's on a podcast promotion thread, if you tell the people what they're getting into it, people are more inclined to click it because they're like, Oh, this is what the episode's about. I'm interested in that, especially having podcast experts on. Yes. Like, I would suggest you get, because you're, you can focus, I can help you focus on the podcasters or not, but you can focus on copywriters. Copywriters are great because mm -hmm. I had I've a couple got some of those. On, yeah. Excellent. Because if you can't have enough, um, people who are great at public speaking or teachers or coaches on public speaking, because they will, you can use that for podcasters because talking on the mic and learning how to properly properly enunciate your words and find that courage mm -hmm. to be like if you li like literally listening through my episodes and my father actually i interviewed my father <laughs> um and he told me he, he put in our fa family chat that he felt at ease and it felt great having f my son interview me because it felt so professional but yeah. he put me at such ease and i'm like oh my god that's so nice <laughs> I'm gonna cry, you know. But also listening back to my episodes and listening to the episode, it sounds night and day. But it's also because I've done 50 interviews with yeah. people. So I've gotten my interview skills down. Now it's like, okay, now I have to get my guesting skills back because I have to be guests on other shows and learn how to give back in that way to uh the the hosts. Yeah, yeah, I've got a few. I've got a few guests lined up. Uh, I'm probably going to mention them now because, why not? Um, Jamar John Johnson, a TED Talker, is is in a live TED Talk. I don't know what on, but I know he's an entrepreneur and he's a comedian. Also a Navy slash uh, Marine vet, so that's going to be military. exciting. Yep, military. Then we've got Laurie Lynn, who was the editor slash copywriter for Dan Henry. So that's going to be an exciting interview. Uh, more to come. Lots more to come. Excited I'm, about it. You know what? Also, potentially if he wants, oops, he could have the CEO and founder of Unicron in, uh, Startup Incubator and Accelerator out of France, who also owns a rugby football team. Just saying. Woohoo! 
it's all up to uh, Chris and how he feels about setting up the interview, but I'm more than probably able to set that up for you so that you can have that huge type guest. And uh, he has a huge event coming off in October, which uh, obviously he wants to talk about. He loves talking about it and uh, talk, not only that, but also his journey as an entrepreneur and an OG uh, digital marketer. So I'll, again, here I am just throwing value because <laughs> it's like, Chris, I have to thank you so much for considering me an expert. Let me get you some <laughs> high profile guests so that I can help you. you make your podcast better. Thank you for doing that. So let's say a big thank you to Phil for that. Uh, I've got two finishing questions. Go ahead. If someone wants to contact you and talk more about podcasts on a more intimate level like this but one-on-ones one-on-one uh, how can they get in touch with you so this is the, the easiest way is phil at philbetterinc.com that's my email directly to me i'll help i'll be more than happy to help you there but also i will forward you um chris my link to set up a one-on-one 30-minute call with me for free where if you want to start your podcast or if you have podcasting questions I'll be more than happy to answer those in a 30 second, a 30 minute call and uh, give you at least one to two actionable pieces of advice that can help you grow. And uh, definitely, uh, Chris, I'm going to be sending you a copy of my book when, it, when it's out and you guys have that uh, promo code. So if you go to merchbyfeelbetter.com, you can purchase the books there. The discount code will be for 15%. I don't know what I'm doing yet, <laughs> but I'll talk with Chris about that. And yeah, if you want to listen to the shows, it's investinyourselfpod.com. Um, those are the best and fastest ways of getting in touch with me. And uh, I'm looking forward to helping you guys out and uh, getting you guys started on podcasting. The more podcasts that are out here and more, the better they are. That's all I care about. Awesome. Amazing. And then a completely random question, because he doesn't like random questions and I've been named a random guy. If you could eat... <laughs> It's a compliment. I'll take it as a compliment. If you could eat with anyone in the world from any place in the world, who would you meet? Where would you be? But what would you cook them? Now, I, I, I need to ask a few questions just to clarify. Okay. Because I want to make sure I answer this question to the best of my abilities. Um, it's any period in time I can have, or is there a specific, yes. they you have can, to be alive? You can go back in time. Or back in time. uh, Or forward. (laughs) (laughs) I can't go forward. I don't know. Maybe my grandson. I would love to have dinner with my grandson and see what's going on. Uh, Mine is the grandson uh, bit. Um, I would... This is hard. There's probably two people I would desperately want to have dinner with or or share a meal with would be either Albert Einstein or Da Vinci just simply just to understand the brilliance of their mind. Um, what I would cook for them, um, you know what I would cook. I would cook a simple Irish stew. As an Irishman uh, of Irish heritage, um, you can't go wrong with a nice hearty Irish stew. Um, I make it at least once a month and it lasts me a full week. Because <laughs> again, lazy, but smart. Um, so yeah, I would probably make them a nice Irish stew with, uh, you know, some uh, garlic bread, uh, either, either, um, 
would I make them sourdough? I don't know. I would make them uh, probably make a full Irish meal with a nice Guinness to go along with it. So yeah, you're leaving this meal satisfied and full. <laughs> and more intelli- intelligent. Oh, I'm leaving more intelligent for sure. <laughs> Whether or not they leave more intelligent, that's, that's another question. But yeah, Albert Einstein, Da Vinci would probably be the two top I would probably go. But there's, I would love, like there's count, like, depending on what I want to learn. Like yeah, if I want to become a better person, Nelson Mandela would be a great person to interview with all his, the hardships that he did and still strived. Mm-hmm. You know, Richard Branson, just on how he, his creativity helped him to go, you know. Then you have, you know, like Napoleon, as bad as he is as a person, mm. his strategic mindset is something that you need to admire. Mm-hmm. You know, um, probably I wouldn't cook him a, a, an Irish stew. I would probably maybe, you know, make something quick, like some, a couple of hoagies for him, you know, <laughs> um, that can be done quickly because, uh, you know, short people, uh, they, they, they eat quickly apparently. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it, it all depends on who I want to, but if I want to increase my knowledge base, 100% those two, because their creativity that they have is exponentially greater than any on earth right now, I think. Well, that was a detailed answer. Um, (laughs) Thank you for, thank you for the Irish Irish stew idea and for making it last for an entire week. So, Double the recipe. <laughs> Double, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you again, Phil, for that. So that was it. That was a, an extraordinary session. And yep, I can't wait to connect with you more offline. Oh, I'm always like I said. Um, email me. Reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, anywhere you can. Um, eventually like i'm not going to give all my socials here because it's like i have like three thousand socials at the time <laughs> but email me phil at philbetterinc.com if you want to set up a meeting there's going to be the, i'm going to give the link to chris so that you can set up that 30 minute meeting i have no agenda i'm not selling you anything because i i have i my life is paid for what i'm giving you is the chance to start a podcast on the right foot so that you can then go to the next level and start monetizing your podcast uh-huh. Yep, couldn't be said any better way. Thank you very much, Phil. It's my pleasure, Chris. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, and one one last thing. If you enjoyed this episode, don't come find my podcast. Screw me. Go to Apple Podcast, find Chris's podcast, leave him a five-star review, and leave him a nice review because that's the only way he will be able to have other people, other experts that you may want on the show to help you 10x your life like maybe next you never know next year he could be talking with multi-billionaires but he needs your help by putting the reviews on so that he can get those people on the show so that's what i'm asking you if you enjoyed this episode and you think i brought at least a modicum of value to your life and you made it this far in you you i must have gotten something you must have gotten something from it go and thank chris by uh, subscribing on apple iTunes, the podcast thing, leaving the five star, leaving the review so that Chris can feel better about this. And in a way, I feel better because, yeah, he continues to do it and gets the experts, you know, and the celebrities, uh, people that can help you make your life look better. If you got this far, thank you so much for listening to this episode with Phil Better and I. It was 
it was so so beneficial to me but also i hope you took a lot away from it and i hope it's inspired you to either start a podcast or explore and push your boundaries in your business if you want to get in contact with phil then have a look in the show notes because you'll be able to book a free call with him and learn more about either starting a podcast or getting some advice on how to scale your podcast also if you want to get any extra info from today's episode please join our private community on facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash talking with experts and make sure to grab phil's new book by clicking the link in the show notes and use the promo code save 15 save 15 to save an extra 15 percent off see you next week